Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this great opportunity that we have in you. We ask that you speak to our hearts. Lead us by your spirit today. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. My subject is in the presence of devils. Right. In every chapter of the book of Mark, you find Jesus Christ uh, encountering devils. And it is of great interest to us to be able to see how and when he came into contact with demons, all right? So we've, we've been through chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4. So now we are into chapter 5, all right? In chapter 4, at the end of chapter 4, the devils try to drown him. Those of you who were around on Sunday evening, remember the devil tried to drown Jesus, okay? Uh, but Jesus... Um, rebuked the wind uh, and, and the fact that he rebuked the wind um, tells you that that wind was not from God if, if I send somebody to you and you rebuke him and send him back to me 
in my opinion, you have rebuked me. Because I sent him to you. So if it was an act of God, God sending the wind to Jesus, when he rebuked the wind, he was rebuking God. (laughs) Oh, you don't understand. He rebuked the wind. He didn't just pray to God. He rebuked the wind. And the wind went away. Now, in chapter 5, we find Jesus going on a journey after they tried to drown him. And they came over to the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. You know, you've just taken a journey. You've traveled. As soon as you land, the first person you meet is a a person with a a demon. (laughs) How many are understanding that Jesus Christ operated in the presence of devils? Yeah, it was a constant feature of his ministry because he was hated, the son of God, the representative of God. And so the enemies of God would be the enemies of the Son of God. And that is why you must realize, whenever you take on people and you start fighting them, you must realize that you are fighting their relatives, their friends, and their supporters. All right? And uh, some people are more tuned into that kind of thinking than others. So, Jesus came to this earth and the devil was taking him on on a daily basis. And somebody said to his, her husband one day, you are tall, when will you have peace? She was asking her husband when he will have some peace. When will there be peace in his life? All right? And uh, I always remember the day that he um, told me that little thing that his wife told him. You are tall, when will you have peace? Because... In a real minister's life, you know, the higher you go in the ministry, you know, the more you are going to encounter demonic things and demonic people and demonized people in church and out of church everywhere. All right? So get ready to overcome the devil and don't become a weepy, self-pitying person who is always crying and uh, feeling sorry for yourself. Don't feel sorry for yourself. The trials you are experiencing are being encountered by others who are not crying. Okay? All right? Now, immediately, when he was come out of the ship, there met him a man out of the, out of the tombs with an unclean spirit. Okay? Now, who had his dwelling among the tombs? And no man could tame him no, not with chains, because they had, that he had been bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, you son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by the Most High God that you torment me not. For he had said to him, Come out of this man, you unclean spirit. Amen. Are you there? Are you understanding what I am preaching? Now, And he asked him, what is your name? And he said, answering, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him that he might, he would not send them out of the country. Now there was near to the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forthwith, Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the head ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000 and they were choked in the sea. 
And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. All right? Are you there? And they were afraid. And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coasts. Amen. The first thing that I want you to see in this particular encounter with devils is that you will encounter people who both worship God and have devils. Right, they, they worship God and they have devils. So look at the person next to you closely. Closely look at the person next to you. And you may be looking at a person who was worshipping a few minutes ago, but also has devils. Bible says the one who was possessed with a devil and had a legion. Alright? Now, the Bible says... When he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. Now, this was somebody who, when coming to church, would run. Most of you don't run when you are coming to church. You run when you are going to work. But this guy ran when he was coming to church. Are you understanding what I'm sharing? Yeah. So... It is very, very important for you to realize that evil spirits must be recognized no matter whom they are operating through. Because you will realize that throughout the encounters of Jesus with devils, he constantly came into contact with people who were churchgoers, religious, spiritual, and even in the ministry. So if somebody tells you that there is a demon in you, don't react. Let me give you three examples. Number one, this madman had devils, even he was possessed, but he was a worshiper. When he, he came to Jesus, he knelt down. Demons, you wouldn't expect demons. So you realize that there was a part of him that was worshipping. And there was a part of him that was possessed. Because we have compartments. Even in the physical body, you can have a problem with your kidney, but no problem with your liver. You can have a problem in your heart, but there's nothing wrong with your stomach. You can have a problem with your stomach, but there's nothing wrong with your colon. You can have a problem with your colon, but there's nothing wrong with your knees. You can have a problem with your joints and there's nothing wrong with your brain. You can have a problem with your brain and there's nothing wrong with your muscles. So in the same way, it seems that the spirit being or the spirit body has compartments. And one of the things I'm very, very sure about is that many of us are plagued with demons but are not aware of it. But for Jesus, you couldn't trick him. Jesus confronted three different people who I want to share with you and was not ashamed or afraid to say that they were operating by devils and they had devils. Number one is this man. Because the Bible says he had said to the madman who was worshipping him, come out. He was not impressed by the worship. Tell your neighbor, look, I was not impressed by that worship. The devils must still come out. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is why some spouses get very angry with their husbands or with their wives because sometimes when they see them worshipping hey, you would think that it is angel Gabriel who is worshipping God And within the same angel Michael or angel Gabriel, 
you can see something that is clearly demonic i tell you but for jesus you worship him by saying satan look read it for yourself in mark chapter 5 right verse um verse 8 it says for he said to him or another verse he had said to him or he had been saying to him come out of the man you unclean spirit all right he was saying to him come out come out come out your worship is not impressing me so ladies and gentlemen let us examine our lives carefully where we see certain signs that are undeniable and i want to use this example to let you see that there are some clear things that a christian or a follower of christ should accept as demonic you should not give it any other don't say it's a tribal thing it's not a tribal thing it's not a family thing it's a demonic thing it's from devils jesus was not impressed by this guy he was not impressed by the pharisees who were very 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 religious the scribes were people who copied the bible and he was not impressed he told them one day you are of your father the devil one time he told them one time these were religious holders they are the ones who wrote these leviticus jeremiah isaiah and all this for us that we are using and benefiting look in my house i have a, a book a, a bible it's not a it's not a bible but it's a book of psalms it's in two volumes special book of psalms but written by i mean it's the same psalms but written by people that, that are not Christians, by Jewish scribes. And when you read it, you even get more understanding of what they were writing and what the Psalms were about. You know, it's big of just Psalms. They are, these are not Christians. These were the scribes, the Pharisees. They were into the word. But Jesus said, look, you are of your father the devil. Number three, Peter. The first person is this demonic man. Everybody agrees that he had a demon. The second is this Pharisees. And the third is Peter himself. One day when Peter was talking, Jesus said, Satan. 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 You are the one speaking. Get thee behind me. He spoke to a person. You see, and so this concept of compartmentalization of our existence is a reality. And from my experience in a pastoral, you can see some people are sweet as angels and demonic as devils, all in the same person. Hey! And, and that, is, that is, it is this, this reality that has given rise to concepts like what they call the bipolar syndrome or the bipolar condition in medicine, in psychiatry, where the person is seen to be bipolar. It's like he's at one pole and he's also at another pole. The person is very angelic and very devilish. But it depends on who the person is manifesting this side to. So you can have someone who is has two poles bipolar it's a the person is like a mad person and that is why that's where that concept came from what they call schizophrenia split personality the person is in two parts he's split he's good and also bad schizophrenia the personality is split it's it's from it's from something like this you realize that the good and the bad seem to be together which well when we eat of the tree of good and evil we eat both the good and the evil and they are in us i know you don't want to have a demon 
How many don't want a demon in you? Hmm. But a demon is like diabetes. You have to see the symptoms. If you start weeing all the time and start drinking a lot of water, and you start noticing that when you wee wee, ants come to eat and to uh, taste your wee wee. You may not feel much different. Or you may start eating a lot also. And start putting on some weight. You know? You, 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 you see, diabetes is not something you can see. But when you see, you know, the ants love your wee wee. Just a little drop of it. They are there. It's the sugar. It's loaded with sugar. So they are there. It's like, it's like toffee for them when you wee wee. You, you, you can't see it with your eyes. Look at diabetes flying. It's flying. No. You have to see the symptoms. And you know that, yeah, this thing is there. So when you see those symptoms, the Bible says that the scripture is like a mirror. We look into ourselves and say, wow, it is there. It is there. Most of us react like the Pharisees when we are told that we have a devil. In fact, most of us react when we are not even told that we have a devil, but something is pointed out to us. Hey, you should see us freaking out. Most of you are okay until they point out something to you. Immediately you start defending and saying that it is not the case. And then yourself comes. When I say yourself, the self, you see some of you have a different mind when you say yourself has come. But when we say yourself has come, we are talking about the two selves this self and that self and one of the self has come yeah. yourself has come all right now the next thing that i want you to see when jesus encountered devils and how many want to know the symptoms when you, you can see that you are dealing with somebody with some devils? Or when you are dealing with yourself with devils? <laughs> okay. Now, then met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him. The, the first sign, let me give you several quick signs, all right, is that is isolation. The man was dwelling in tombs. You know. How many would like to live at the Osu Cemetery? Or you like to live at the Awudome Cemetery? Alright. But he was isolated. And he was living there. Amen. That's a sign of demons. Working. The devil always tries to bring you out. He tries to tell you you are different. He tries to separate you from the crowd. He tries to separate you from your group that you belong to. He tries to pull you away and make you... And some of you, 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 you say to yourself, Oh, I'm that solitary kind. Have you ever thought that it, was a, it could be a demon that has, been dry, has driven you into the mountains and into the tombs? That you are living in Accra mountains and Accra tombs. All by yourself. Your life is just you. You dwell with the dead. You have no one to speak to. You have no friends. You are all alone. You are probably under the influence of demons. Because this is a good case. Because the man was owned by the devil. Bible says he was possessed. So whatever happened to him is a good example of what the devil would do when he owns somebody. When you say, I possess... 3,000 cities. It means I own 3,000 cities. Then the Bible says, no one could tame him. No one could control him. Hey! What does the King James say? No man could bind him. No, not with chains. What does the Americans say? No one, no one was able to bind him even with chains. 
He could not be controlled. For me, I will give this as the one cardinal sign of the presence of devils. Is when you cannot be controlled. You You cannot cannot be be advised. You cannot be told. No, not with chains. Your husband cannot control you. Your pastor cannot tell you what to do. Your friends cannot advise you. Because you will never say yes. If they want you to say yes, you will never say yes in particular. It's a demon. I didn't say it. I'm reading it. He said, no one could bind him. No. Not with chains. You see, stubbornness is a sign of the presence of devils. Because when Saul was possessed with devils, you see, the, the prophet told him, he said, look, stubbornness is like witchcraft. It's so close to the evil world. Bible says the wisdom that is from above is easily entreated. It's easy to, the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of good fruits and mercy, without hypocrisy and without partiality. That's the wisdom that comes from above. When you have God's wisdom, or your mind is operating by God's word, you will be someone who can be spoken to. Easy to be entreated. Easy, not difficult to be. Introduce yourself to your neighbor and ask the person, Brother, I don't know you from anywhere, but I want to ask whether you have a devil in you. Never agree. Agree. No, 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 no. Never yield. Never, that, that means never give up. Where is grace? Come and sing that song. Never give up. <laughs> hey! Hey! Never. It, it is not a tribal thing, but it is a spirit that has taken up some people. Oh, yeah. Never. Never give in. That is why sometimes it's a liability to marry somebody with such a spirit. Because you are marrying a devil. (laughs) You see, when Jesus said you are of your father the devil, the people were annoyed, but it was true. Never. A person that way, nobody can speak to. One day a certain brother came to see me with a marital problem. As I was talking with this brother, I said, look, the way your problem is, eh, and the way your wife is, I cannot advise your wife. Because she will not listen to me. Because I know the people who will not listen to me. There are many of you here who will not listen to me. Not by imagination, but even by experience. I've been with you for some time. Only that some of you, your case has not come up. Yeah, your case has not come. But if your case comes up and I say, that's it, we will see that thing. No one could bind him. No, not with chains. No one. So I said to the brother, I said, brother, the way this problem is, you are you are yoked to somebody who cannot understand. So I said, I have to give you a certain key. Do you know what that key is? It's called a unilateral key. Everybody say unilateral key. Uh-huh. It's a unilateral key. It's a key that operates from one side 
Because most marital problems can be solved from both sides. But when the other person will not listen, you need what? Unilateral key. So I gave him a unilateral key. I said, use this unilateral key. Because the other side will not listen. Yeah. Hey! We have been pastors for years. Old. When you say this, they will give a reason. When you say this, they will say something. When you say this, they will give an explanation. When you say this, they will say something. When you say this, they will defend. Watch people, as soon as you say something, they start to defend and explain. They are all devils. They are all devils. Never bow. Never bow. Come, come, let me lay hands on you. Come, you, come. Be blessed. In Jesus' name. Never bow. I have forgotten that one. He reminded me. I have to bless him. Never bow. Never bow. Never koto. I see some of you, you are laughing, but only that your case has not come up yet. No one, no one. When you try, so they have tried different levels of binding the man. They have tried ordinary members. He would friends. He had tried uh, local pastors. Uh, oh, local pastors. What did he say? Huh? Break and go. They tried local pastors. Break and go. They tried senior pastors. Everybody say, break and go. They tried bishops. And then what? Break and go. Then they tried external ministers. Reverend Eastwood and others were brought in. And what happened? Break and go. Then they brought to Benihim. Break and go. Hey! What are we left with now? T.D. Jakes. No one. So, when you see people Today I saw some people somewhere And then I asked them for something And they shouted in a way ah! I said Look at something Let's go this way Let's go this way Hey Pray that you never go to court and the judge who is judging your case is possessed with devils and the judge cannot understand anything cannot see anything pray that you will never be at such a place hey it's not anything tribal sometimes we mention certain tribes that this tribe, this, but actually is the presence. And the more spiritual you become, you see that you become. You now you not argue. You say, look, you know the thing is true. It 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 is true. No one could bring. No one could control. Pastor <laughs> Uh, then they will tell you, you men, you see, you men. The pastor is talking to you, say, you men. So the, the pastor, when they say, you, if you are a pastor and you are uh, advising somebody and the person says to you that you men, immediately you have to pack your things and then take your bag and go. Say, they say, you men. Or, or if somebody, you are advising somebody and the person says, you are a man. So you will never understand. You are a man. Immediately what? You tighten your belt and then... Because it is a case of what? Break and go. It's a case of break and go. I, sh- I shouldn't say it. I will say it. I will say it. 
I will say it. Introduce yourself to your neighbor. Say, I am Inspector George. Are there any devils in there? <laughs> okay, sit down. Okay. No one. Because he had been often bound with fetters. Prayer warriors have come. Chains have been plucked asunder. They pluck, break and go by him. And the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. I can, you are talking to him, but he cannot be cooled down. He said, put the Bible aside. This is not a Bible. Eesh. When you see them, I see some of you, some of God sent you on a mission. The first person you meet is full of devils. Look at Jesus. He has come to Gadara. He hasn't had time to even settle down, have his breakfast or have lunch before you realize somebody who is full of devils has come to discuss something with you. Do you think you'll be happy in that town? And he cried with a loud voice. and said, Jesus, what have I to do with you, son of God? Torment me not. For he had said to him, come out. And he asked him, what is your name? And he answered and said, my name is Legion, for we are many. One of the signs of the presence of devils is that there is not only one problem, usually. There are several problems in one person. Hey! This, that. That's why you see, sometimes you see that stealing a line, they go together. And different syndromes, they are always a combination of this, this, this. Sometimes you see somebody is not spiritual. And then the person is also stubborn. And then the person is a liar. Then you see that the three are moving together. Or you see somebody is a fornicator. Or the, and the person is, is, is a murderer. And the person is this. And they are all together. They usually go say, we are many. Because you, if you were a demon, you would have opened the door for other brethren who are lo- lonely to come in. Alosis. And he besought him much that he would send them out. He would not send them out of the country. And there, immediately, you see another symptom of demonic activity is that it is very much related to certain areas. The demons do not want to go out of a place that they are. They don't want to. And there are places when you go, you must know that there are certain types of things there. I tell you, if you don't take care, it will affect you. I'm in a place like Takrade. There's a lot of immorality there. I mean, it's not a small place. If you go there, and they are combined with lies, deception, and other things. It's, it's, that's how that place is. If you, if, you, if, if, you, if you grow up there, you can easily be a very bad boy. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the town that I've, I've done altar call. I mean, I didn't even do altar call. Somebody come and said, look, I'm a prostitute. I'm a very nice church member. I sleep with people. When you give me 10,000, I sleep with you, this and that and so on. I mean, that's how they are. One person can sleep with 500 people. They don't, I mean, it's nothing much. If you grow up in that environment... I mean, one or two hundred will be three, three or four, five hundred. <laughs> hey! That's right, eh? they, they do not want to move. Rejoiner was preaching. He, he went to a certain town and, uh, in Europe. And when he got to the town, the heavens opened and he saw the throne of the devil there. Clearly. And the Lord said to him, don't pray about this thing. Don't pray about it. Well, what is here? 
I think it was Amsterdam. He said, what is here? Don't pray about this thing. Leave it. I think he told the pastor, and the pastor didn't uh, obey, believe him. Neither there or another place. And the pastor decided to bind what he had seen. That night, there were earthquakes or thunder, lightning, people died, all kinds of things. Hey! The demons that are at places. And you see, even Jesus, he didn't confront. That's why, that's why some of you, we've left you because even Jesus, he didn't, he didn't confront some things. He just left. When they talked, he just left. Because the devils did not want to leave that area. So when they asked him to go, he just left because he has not come to remove rid the world of the devils that are here he came to save us who are in the world he came to die for us who are in this world ridden with demons but he's not come to expel the demon from every area okay all demons go from here all these go here go sweeping them away because they asked him have you come to torment us before the time because they know that it's not yet time for them to be put down into the pit there's a time for that but until then, I tell you, area by area, area by area, area by area. Hey, the princes of Kolegono rose up against us in the spirit. I tell you, to drive us out of that place. And you see, going away from a place is not necessarily defeat. But sometimes it is wisdom. Sometimes there are some things you shouldn't fight. Because maybe you are not anointed to fight or you are not supposed to fight it. That is why there are some, some time ago, I bind every devil. Any prince or principality, then in the name of Jesus. No, 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 no. Even the ones in people, sometimes you leave them. Sometimes you just see them, so hold them. you hold them with all the de- devils and all. You just encourage them like that. You leave them. It's not all you can cast. I said, it's not all that you can cast. <laughs> the devil said, they begged, they besought Jesus that they should not send them out of that country. Not out of the man. Okay, we can come out of the man. But this country that we are in, we beg you, this is, this is our area. They inhabit trees. They inhabit buildings. They inhabit hotels. One day I went to Germany. And I was lying in a hotel. I lay down. And as I lay down, suddenly my eyes opened in the spirit. And I saw demons flying over under the lights like that. They were all there moving like that. They were like insects. And I just said, what's that? What's that? And I got up. Look. The spirits that were in that town. That's a town where Hitler and uh, Karl, is it Karl Marx. Who are, the, who are the, Karl, Karl Marx and those guys. That is where they, they are from. Hey. And for the time that I was there, I was never comfortable in that room. The Hitler in the room did not work whilst I was there. In the hotel in Germany, there was no heater. Germany. The room was cold. I was surprised. Said, hey, what type of places? You see, when they said the devil wanted to drown Jesus, he also wants to kill you, make you sick. And I realized that I was even getting sick there. There are a lot of... When I went to one of the crusades that we went to, I said, this place, eh, there are more devils here than any other place that we've ever been to. And truly, it is. Town by town, you sense the difference. Sometimes I go, I'll just say, oh, let's go to this place. Cast out the devil and the witch and the shrine and all those things there. Brother, it's, it's a time-taking job. You take your time. Everybody says, it's a time-taking 
Uh-huh. You take your time. You don't just get up and go. You are going to the shrine of this and that to go and break down. Hey! Huh. Mercy. Are you listening? Yeah? All right. Now there was next to the mountain a great herd of swine feeding. And the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. There are some food with demons in them. Hey. Look, there are some things, eh? as you eat it, you are dying. As you eat more, you are dying. The more of that thing you eat, <laughs> the more you are dying, slowly. And you like that one which is killing you softly. One day I went for a wedding or a party. And then they, it was time to go and eat. When I saw, most of the time I know when there are devils in the food. When I went to the table, very beautiful, made by a hotel. When I look at it, something in me said, it's a very dangerous food. It's a very dangerous food that is on the table. So immediately I closed my bowels. My bowels of receptivity. And I said, I won't eat it. Everybody was, oh, would you have some? But I, I said, no, there is something wrong with the food. So I closed up my, not my spirit, my, my bowels of receptivity. So everybody was eating. They were happy. Happy. But they were not able to descend. The following day, I think either it started in the night or I think it was in the night or the following day. Hey, come and see. Diarrhea is what? <laughs> Vomiting is what? Hey! The demons will say, get to the job, then they will be running. The demons will say, come on, get there again. Three times tonight, four times, up and down. They were going up and down. Different people were calling. Now, I just remember I said, this thing, I saw it. I saw it in the spirit. Some of you, some of the food that you like, there's oil, certain oily things that are killing you slowly, and that is your favorite. Bible says the demons that let us go into the swine. Now the swine immediately became what suicidal. <laughs> the the pig said that we would rather die. Some of you, you would rather live with the demon, but the pigs, even the pigs say that let us die. Let us die, then this stubbornness should be in us. <laughs> because stubbornness had entered into them. Hey! No one can control our spirit has entered us. We say, hey, let us die. But some of you, you are living forever. Hey! Tell your neighbor, I am Inspector George, to see whether... You are in the spirit. Anybody here who feels like dying, remember when devils come into you, you always feel like dying. I don't want to live. The pig said we are going to die now. There are two things. One, it could be that they, they couldn't stay with these demons. Another could be that demons make you suicidal. I want to die. Life is not worth living. Oh, uh, who is crying? It's their spiritual. Bible says always he was in the mountains, day and night, crying and cutting himself with stones. No one could tame him. No, not with chains. Amen. Now, finally, the Bible says he was in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. This is another characteristic of the presence of devils. is someone who harms himself. 
Ask yourself, what have you done that hurts you? Whenever you do things which harm yourself, but you can't stop harming yourself, eh? it's devils at work. Recently, I heard of one brother who had uh, left his wife. And uh, I was feeling so- sorry for the, both the brother and the sister. So one day, I heard something that surprised me, but it confirmed something that I had thought. The brother has complained that his wife has harassed him for years, even to the point of claiming that the wife was, I mean, all kinds of things. Sometimes the stories were so much, you wonder. But then... I was very surprised when one brother also told me that, oh, this, the sister says that, look, all the things that her husband is saying are true. That's how I am. <laughs> I still don't want him to leave me. That's how I am. That's what I've been doing. All that he says is true. But he shouldn't leave me still. Does it not make you wonder it's like that's how i am i'm destructive i'm cutting the person with stone but i don't want him to go still i want him to stay so that i cut myself but when i cut him i'm cutting myself and i'm cutting my own marriage and they know he said once he was cutting himself ah, i know that it's i know that i'm hurting myself ah. i know what i'm doing is killing my own ministry I know that this beloved that I have, when I do that, he wants to leave me. When I'm doing it, <laughs> but don't leave me. Don't leave me still. <laughs> Please don't leave me. <laughs> don't go. Don't go. <laughs> don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Hey, what you are doing is destroying everything. Yet you are doing it I tell you the devil you are breaking down everything that you are doing it if you ask yourself what is this I would say he was cutting not her friend he was cutting himself he was not cutting an animal he was cutting himself with stones and crying to diagnose the devil Jesus did not hesitate he said Peter Satan 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 stop it now out yeah may you never destroy what you love may you never fight what you want come to come near you may you never kill what you want to live May you never take something that quenches everything and just quench it. May God give you the grace to see when the devil is holding your left hand and he's holding your right hand and he's helping you to take a stone to destroy what you love in the presence of devils. You must diagnose it. You must see it. You must say this thing it's a devil. Don't be afraid. Don't call somebody a witch. Just know that it's a devil. And deal. Some of them, you don't have to deal with it. Just travel. Travel to the next town. Some of them, bind it in the spirit. 
If you bind it and it doesn't go, then leave it. God will give you the upper hand. I see you having the upper hand over every devil and every circumstance in your life and ministry. In Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Let's close. All right. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much. Lift your hand and bind every devil in yourself. Don't think of anybody. Bind every devil in yourself. We love you. We thank you, Father. We praise you, God. In Jesus' name, Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Look at me, everybody. You know, sometimes you destroy the church which is going to help you, your church which is going to be your sustenance, that your church which is going to be the source of your ministry and your life sometimes your own pastor who is going to help you you rise up to hurt and destroy what is your life i tell you so many times people are surprised when they are employed by what they fought and what they criticized may god help us not to take a stone to cut ourselves father we thank you for your blessing tonight we lift up our hand and we declare victory over every devil and every circumstance of the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, every head bowed, every eye closed for a moment. If you are here this evening, you are not a born again Christian. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Maybe... You don't know whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. But today, you want your sins to be washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ. And you are here, wherever you are, the back, anywhere. Pastor, help me to know God today. Help me. I want my sins to be washed away by the blood of Jesus. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand up high. Just your right hand. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lift it up high. Pastor, I want to give my life to God. I want my sins to be washed away. Lift it up high. Thank you. I see your hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me in the front. Come, walk from where you are. Just walk, walk out and come. Come. Come all the way to the front. You've lifted your hand. Pastor, I want to give my life to God. I want my sins to be washed away. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come all the way. Come. Oh, encourage them. They are still coming. I surrender all. I surrender all. Surrender all. All right. Let us pray. Let us pray. Close your eyes and lift your hands. And say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Today, I ask you to cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Wash me, Lord, with your precious blood. Today, I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior and my Lord and my Master. Thank you, Jesus for your great blessing in my life please write my name 
in the book of life oh jesus oh jesus today i belong to you i give my life to you i give everything to you i will follow you for the rest of my life thank you jesus for saving me tonight in jesus name in jesus name amen god bless you for listening to this message visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages information on upcoming events and so much more make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day and remember God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.